Chuck Morse, Left Right Radio. Thank you for joining me this afternoon for this special edition. So my Rachel Maddow fantasy. Rachel Maddow of MSNBC is, I think, one of the most brilliant people, one of the most brilliant talk show hosts around today. Very bright, very intense. She has all the qualities that I admire in a radio talk show host. She's passionate. She's an advocate. She's brilliant. She's well-informed. You know, she really nails it every single night on her program. And she's also, by the way, and I admire this, one of the highest paying paid talk show hosts in, in America. I believe she makes $7 million a year. Um, but her war against President Trump is relentless. And it's incredible. It's, it's intricate. And it's intense. In her analysis, particularly of the Russia-Trump collusion uh, story, and she gets into all the nuances of it to the minutest detail. I've never heard her say a positive word about President Trump. I don't listen every night, but I listen enough to get a sense of it. I have never heard her do anything other than sneer and attack and and go after Trump on this Russia thing. Once I heard her make a reference when... Um, that corrupt FBI agent who's having an affair with the FBI lawyer, Strzok, um, was removed from the Bob Mueller committee. She said something hinky is going on there. So that was the one admission that I've heard her make. So then what is my Rachel Maddow fantasy? First of all, my fantasy is based on, the, on my belief that Rachel Maddow, when all is said and done, is a patriotic American and is someone who knows the score. She knows that this whole Russia-Trump thing is not only a crock of BS, but it's a coordinated attempt by the deep state to literally overthrow the government, to undo the election, because they're out of, on the, for several reasons. Firstly, because they're out of power, people like Brennan, and F, you know, former CIA director, and um, and all these other characters, um, you know, Comey and Mueller and Rosenstein and all the rest of them, that they're the establishment. They're out of power. They crave power, and they want to get back to power. And they're they're not going to sit back and let that power be usurped by this outsider who actually came in and won, and is someone who actually represents genuine aspirations of the people who voted for him. But more fundamentally, they are against Trump because of the threat that he poses to the international order, um, you know, to the uh, sort of the new world order, globalist orientation of the elites, both on both parties and um, internationally, and certainly the, the top 1% richest Americans and the multinational corporations and banks. And they didn't expect that. You know, he knows the score. And so they need to discredit him. They need to overthrow him. So they keep this damn committee around with Mueller, who's a dirty cop, by the way, and who you could, if you want to check that out, you could look at Louis Gohmert, Representative Louis Gohmert's recent report, Mueller Unmasked, available at the Breitbart website, available at the Hannity website and elsewhere where he documents clearly Mueller's career, both as FBI director and also as district attorney here in my own hometown of Boston, Massachusetts, and some of the shenanigans he was involved in there. But they're going to keep it going until the midterm with the hope that the Democrats will win and then they can impeach Donald Trump.
This is what this has come down to. So what is my Rachel Maddow fantasy? She's a patriotic American. I believe she knows the score. I believe she has the courage to get up on her program and without telling anyone and without any pre, you know, you know, show show prep, um, at least publicly, get up and say, I was wrong. President Donald Trump, I cannot be part of this any longer. President Donald Trump did not collude with the Russians. This whole thing is concocted. I can no longer participate in it because it runs against my conscience as an American. I, While I may hate everything or virtually everything that Trump stands for, we could put a little qualifier there, and while I may hate and oppose all of his policies or most of his policies on their merits, and while I intend to continue to criticize those and analyze them as any good American opponent would do, I mean, the loyal opposition, which is the great American tradition, and while I will hope that he's, ele- he's not elected in 2020 and that we have a Democratic, liberal, progressive candidate to come in and beat him at that time fair and square, at the same time, as a loyal American, I recognize that he was elected and that I can no longer participate in this dastardly and un-American conspiracy to literally overthrow the government. And I think if Rachel Maddow does that, it'll be an earthquake. It probably will end her career because anyone who dares to uh, say anything remotely good about Donald Trump is attacked, death threats, hate mail, boycotts, all the rest. And it's scary. But I believe that she's in a position where she could do it. She might have the courage to do it. And it's easy for me to sit here on my small YouTube channel and dispense with advice. I mean, I'm not earning, you know, the kind of money she's earning or or in a position she's in. So I, I appreciate that. But nevertheless, I call upon Rachel Maddow to do the right thing as an American and use her position to end this conspiracy and use her brilliant uh, intellectual and, and, and brain power, her, her extraordinary intelligence in an effort to document how this thing is a fraud, how she was wrong, and to just, even if she's knocked off the air that night, and she very well may be, she will have done the right thing. She can then live with herself and sleep better at night knowing that she had been a patriot, and in the long run, she will have proven to be right and she will be vindicated. So that is my Rachel Maddow fantasy. I shall return tomorrow, by the way, with David Horowitz, the founder of the David Horowitz Freedom Center, and also Erica Shah. She's a professor of psychology at UMass Amherst. We'll be talking about bullying and masculinity. Uh, so stay tuned for that. That's tomorrow. And I want to thank you for watching, everybody.